0: I was going to tell Daniel that I think he should, cause he, um, he was talking about like him and his wife were trying to watch um,
1: Invisible, Invisible
0: Man. Man and how she kind of got a little scared. And I was just talking to Edwin about that the other day. Like I, there was many moments where I did feel really scared, but I'm really glad that I went through with it. And there were several moments I did have to close my eyes, right? but then it, it wasn't what I thought it would be. Like then I opened my eyes and I'm like, oh, okay. You know because it's like those Not moments where they're going so slow and you think okay at any moment it's going will be a jump scare but it was actually really good and i i wanted to ask him to ask her if she's seen um i already i remember really told you this um what? sleeping with uh, sleeping, sleeping with, with the, the enemy that if she liked that movie then she would like this movie yeah and i was also going to tell her even if you have to close your eyes a couple times it's still worth getting through the whole thing (laughs) and
2: if you think about it like the best like tense scary moments really have no payoff like um that video game i was playing resident evil eight uh resident evil seven has um like resident evil seven uh beforehand the the whole story is told in this like old gothic southern style house and it's this crazy family kind of like uh um Texas Chainsaw, but there's this one level where you go into a little girl's room because you have to get the antidote for this thing or whatever, and you have to go behind it. You have to pull the bed out and there's like this hole in the wall and you crawl through the hole to get whatever you need to get. and In front mm-hmm. of you, there's like this old kind of gothic doll and the entire time you're like really tense, like, okay, what's going on? So then you turn around and you see like the silhouette of a little girl at the beginning of the entrance to this hole you cr- crawled through and you're mm-hmm. sitting there going like, Oh, okay. She's like a ghost. I'm going to get scared. I don't want to go through but you have to go through there to get out of the level. Mm-hmm. So the whole it, it's, it's tell it's basically like, you know, you're sitting there and the entire time you're thinking like, Oh God, something's going to happen. I know it's going to jump out. I know someone's going to grab me or something, whatever. But then you get out and there's nothing there and you're like, Oh, okay this is all right that was okay that was intense and everything and then all of a sudden a moss man appears and it's like ah you know kind of thing so it's a setup <laughs> that gets you on that edge of your seat and just kind of okay you know and i think those are kind of some of the best yeah stuff on that uh, i
0: trying you to heard. think of a movie that i felt like my whole body was so tense the whole time i can't remember what movie that yeah. was but man i was like oh my god i was so tense this entire time
2: and that's the power of like horror movies is that a lot of those times a lot of the a lot of that is in your imagination in your head cuz you don't know until you see it and also like you know like you look back at like uh, something like um halloween and you're thinking like oh god that was such a bloody movie and it's like no not really
1: yeah.
2: when you look back at it it's just that your mind adds to that it re, it adds to that, that point so
0: same with when a Stranger Calls. I remember my mom telling me when she first saw it, she's like, scariest movie ever. And there's no blood <laughs> or anything in that movie, but it leaves you just look like an unsettling feeling. <laughs> I remember the end of that movie. I was holding Edwin's heart. I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God.
1: What movie? I'm sorry. I'm talking to
0: Daniel. When a Stranger Calls. Oh, right. When it she like goes to her kid's room and, she, and he like has a piece of candy and he's like sleeping with it. She's like, "Where did you get this candy?" I'm like, "Oh god, oh god, oh god!" I was like freaking <laughs> out. That scene was so tense and it just was building and building. And I knew he was somewhere in the house and she didn't know where he was going to jump out from. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah, I could I could see why my mom would be scared because you know they were all babysitters back then. So yeah, that would
1: terrify you. <laughs> the babysitter murders so um he's picking saving private ryan okay. but i think he keeps want he keeps going back to corella that is yeah, the strangest did. thing I, I, and, yeah. I'm, and he doesn't want us to pay i'm like it doesn't matter and i should just tell him like well evelyn's probably gonna want to no, watch I, it I anyway do. so so i
0: we'll feel like we'll, we'll do both
1: <laughs> i'm honestly and i'm just gonna do both yeah.
2: no exactly me, me too because also because Samantha wants, is to, gonna, Samantha wants to. Samantha wants to go see. Probably going to watch Cruella right after Saving Private. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need a cleanser. I'm sure. Be,
1: be <laughs> ind- she has never seen it. Oh, you've never seen Saving Private he, Ryan. She's going to. She's been refusing to see it.
0: Yeah, I don't like stuff like that. But I'm, okay. I'm going to do it.
2: Nice. Okay. Well, that's a. Let's just jump into it. Welcome to a brand new episode of Rewind, Replay, Record. <laughs> um. Yeah. So you're hearing uh, Insider Baseball. We're talking about the next movie. That we'll do and we'll talk about that later maybe add a little context to it of course um but yeah no i'll probably end up seeing cruella as well because i know samantha wants to go see it and uh or you know try to see it and it's like i'm kind of ready to go back into the theater i want to i've the last movie i saw was december of 2019 and that was star wars the rise of Skywalker. no whatever that last star wars movie was called something skywalker um the last oh, the last no, it wasn't the last the rise Jedi. of the sky the rise of the skywalker right that sounds good. wait that sounds star last, wars no that's the sequel rise what resistance i, I think we're comfortable return the rise Wait. <laughs> wait no, this is, is it wow. Sense? This is really actually starting to <laughs> this says fine. a lot about this movie. Wait, let me see something. A uh, rise of Skywalker, right? Yeah. That. that yeah. Because, but okay. I'm thinking. Wait, is that Rise of Resistance? There's a lot of rises. That's the. That's the. That's ride, the ride. Dude. No, I know that's, that's the, the ride, ride. But I'm saying, am I mixing up Rise of Resistance and Rise of
0: Rise of Skywalker? Because
2: that doesn't even make sense. That's yeah, all, doesn't make the sense Rise of Skywalker. Episode yeah. nine, yes. Oh God, that that is such a st- yeah, the rise of Skywalker, and that's again. the last movie you've seen. That's the last movie I saw in a theater. Yeah. Wow.
0: And ours yeah. Was
2: ours, 30, 30, of 2019.
1: Ours was King Kong the
0: 1933.
1: Yeah. what anniversary was it? The 70s.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was like the first time ever in, in theaters. theaters in
0: like six years. And like, yeah.
2: That's cool. That's a good one to see. That was a good last one.
0: A lot of people, weekend. their
2: last movie was Sonic, <laughs> the Hedgehog.
0: Ooh.
1: I think uh, a lot of people bought tickets to Quiet Place 2 and they, oh yeah, they canceled. not like, oh, wait. Yeah. And, and had a stop. It was supposed to come out the weekend
0: oh, wow, when we sure shut down and they them, just um, released it yeah, this, this
1: year or this I weekend. I regret bro. not or next watching. Weekend, last weekend.
0: Yeah, I regret not watching the first one when it was on whatever it was on.
1: I think she'll like it. I feel I'm like a quiet place. A yeah. quiet. I'm. Sure, I haven't seen it, but it seems like a horror movie that Aveline would watch. It in, seems kind of like Science where it's family horror.
2: Yeah, it seems it. It seems like also like a really neat setup in really good sound. It, you have to. It, it'd be a really great movie in a good sound system.
0: Yeah, um, that's true.
2: Because you know, such sound is such a you know predominant thing of you have to be quiet you know type situation um so and that's also the problem that i heard a lot of people when they went to go see the first one in the theaters was because there, a lot of that movie has no sound you will have uh, uh, uh if anyone makes a <coughs> sound or something it's like oh jesus shut up like you hear everything in the theater <laughs> you hear the munching of popcorn you hear the the one guy trying to put ice in the back of his, you know, trying to get the last bit of ice out of his soda, stuff like that. But um, I remember
0: yeah. when it came out, I was suggesting it to my sister because she was taking ASL. Yeah. And I'm like, it's it's an interesting premise in the sense that, you know, like you know, and the, I show, I think I even showed her the preview. Like this lady is going to labor, and you have to be quiet. You can't scream, you can't even scream though you're or pain. You're dead. I was yeah. like, I was like, Chris, it's, and they learn sign language. I'm like, it's so cool. Like, yeah. It's interesting, like, all the things they have to do to try to be quiet. She was like, huh, that does sound interesting. Because if I'm
2: not mistaken, the daughter is deaf. Right. And she has American, she does American Sign Language. And that's Mm -hmm. another problem where it's like, okay, if you're deaf, you don't know if you're making noise. Right. So that's a whole other added thing to it and everything. So, yeah. No, I mean, it sounded like an interesting movie. I just haven't, I just, and I do eventually want to see it. It's just, I haven't had, I haven't, you know. It's that it's that problem of like, all right, well, what am I going to watch now? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'll just end up watching something I've watched before. And then afterwards I go, oh, I should have watched that. Damn it.
0: Oh, my God. That's what we were just talking about yesterday. He was trying to understand that. Why every time towards the ends of the month, I go through like Hulu, HBO, and I look at all the stuff that's leaving. Yeah. And I kind of basically forced myself to watch something. He's like, oh, but I'm, he's like, I'm really in the mood to watch such and such, you know, like a movie we own. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to watch that. Or actually, no, he wanted to rent something like Game Night, which did sound really good. You know, that is a
2: fun, that is a surprisingly fun movie.
0: I know we're going to like it. Yeah. So I was kind of like feeling like him, like, yeah, that does sound good right now. But I'm going to force myself to watch one of these movies that's going away. He's like, why? If you're in the mood to watch Game Night, why can't we just rent Game Night? I'm like, because, honey. I'm the kind of person where if I don't watch this movie, then in two days when it's gone, it's going to irritate me that I can't watch it. And he's yeah. like laughing at me. was live
1: ahead. Because that's how your life is. You need to put like a pressure fire on your ass just to get you to do anything.
0: He gets mad like, that I can't make it. Like it
1: has to be choice. like, I don't want to say and be dramatic and say life or death situation, <laughs> but it has to be like the last moment before it's gone.
2: I mean, I do remember telling you to watch the movie once, you know, thirteen years ago, and it wasn't until a podcast. <laughs> what does that have
1: to do with me? Like, what, but I don't choose things. I choose I know, like It's the, a joke. What, it's a joke. I, um, don't. Like, I know. I want to, you know, what I'm in the mood for, or yeah, he goes right? For yeah. This. But I, I just never met anyone that hey, I need to watch this because not because you really, really want to watch it because the time it, pressure. It, it's a time pressure. It's going to leave right.
2: tomorrow out yeah. of Netflix. Do you decide things like that? I mean, that? that's. I mean, uh, I did decide that on the last Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, okay, there was can a you thing mean saying. Two other
1: movies that you did that.
0: Like? I'm, well, let me, I'm the only person. It's okay. No, I mean it happens.
2: I mean that's one of those things where you, if you know that, like, oh, okay, well, I'm you so don't know you don't know what you really nice want girl. until it's gone. Brian, <laughs> you're you're just so you're so neutral. Nice headphones, by the way. Thank you Um, It's not neutral It's just that I don't want to start It's like it doesn't matter In the long run I'm not going to sit there And just go Ed was right Fuck you Ava Like, oh no, no I'm not
1: even That's not what I'm in. like You know it, It's just I just love how you're so neutral And you're playing both sides And I love it I love you for it
2: well, It just seems to make balance. my life easier Unless it's a really You know Thing where it's like No you're wrong Or no this Because in the long run doesn't really matter. You live your own you live your own life, you know? Yeah.
0: And I've right. done that. And I
2: was, I, I was in the middle of Black Messiah with that also when I was watching Judas and the Black Messiah. And I had 20 minutes left and then it hit mm-hmm. midnight and then all of a sudden it went away in the middle of my watch. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, god damn it. Yeah. You know, and there have yeah, been Wonder, times.
0: Yeah, that annoys me. Wonder yeah.
2: Woman that too. Annoys the crap out of me. That's what happened with
1: us in Wonder it's Woman. It's back
0: though
2: now. Yeah.
1: It's Why now back because it? it's oh yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I just laughs> oh,
0: oh wow.
2: <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's it's it has that the way that works is that it's the first twenty five or thirty days it's on HBO Max and theaters, then it leaves, then it goes to like video on demand or you know your iTunes and whatever, and it stays there for a couple of months, and then it goes back to HBO. Mm-hmm. So it premiered back in March or April, it popped back yeah. up on the service and stuff. So I mean, like you know your King Kongs and your Mortal Kombat's and all that stuff will appear back on HBO. Max sooner or later, it just it'll take three or four months after the fact. I like but,
0: how on Disney Plus now it does say when Cruella will be free. Yeah, without that premiere, it didn't say that. Like for other previous movies, yeah, I think, like, yeah, oh, I think they're kind so of. Know.
2: Yeah, I know exactly. It kind of gives like, oh, okay, I can wait until I, you know, right. do I really Which, want to watch this, or do I really want to?
0: Right, and it, it and was that. kind of a long time. Like, yeah, August twenty fifth or whatever. Yeah, that is kind of far away, maybe. I'll
2: but I think it. they also just said that Shang Chi. Mm -hmm. That's only going to have like a 28 day window or something where it comes out in September, like September 10th, it comes out in theaters and then like a month later it's going to Disney+. It's wow. not it, not the premier access or anything like
0: that. They're really going to give it a chance in theaters. Huh? I think. Well, I think they're, it's they're trying a,
1: to. Yeah, yeah they're they're trying the,
2: to save that's, theaters. That's yeah. good though. That I is mean, good. I think that's probably the best. I'm
0: kind of feeling ready to go to a movie theater too. I think, yeah, I think, I think I'm ready. It's, it's, that, just it's need, just need to, The right
2: movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Is that like okay? What movies are actually going? I think the big. I think yeah. the big one's going to be F9, the one that's coming. to Everyone's like, oh, I want to see it in theaters. That's a movie made for that. It's about family yeah exactly it's family i mean and he's going up against family on brother yeah family but like the thing him. is i can't see the i can't see him and it's just vin diesel talking to himself oh because it's sir, john cena. They,
1: right that's what i was gonna say it's not you know <laughs> like a camera trick it's actually john cena
2: that's so weird
1: talking what? to vin diesel
2: yeah I don't see him. Anyway, it must, must be an Invisible wrong. Man movie. Um, I thought I was watching Fast 9, but instead I'm watching The Invisible Man. What the hell? Um, oh, how yeah. me- I'm not going to go there. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I should. I'm not going to.
1: Wait. Okay. I'm done. No. Moving on. Go, Brian. <laughs> Segway. 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 Um, now. Save me now. <laughs> failing out failing channeling me daniel was channeling me right now oh, i know right now daniel da- right now <laughs> dales
2: doing something and he goes he just went why edwin like he felt it like why didn't you
1: you <laughs> should have done it i feel like daniel
2: would have said what i've just said probably what i was going to say can i text probably. you i'll text you yeah, go ahead and text me. I'll, I'll, I'll text I'll, you, I'll you, guys, you. guys, you guys chat. Yeah. So I was gonna ask, like, if you guys, <laughs> what have you guys been watching, or what have you been forcing to watch?
0: Well, <laughs> so. kind of on that forcing nature, um, we watched The Abyss.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, but actually, that was the
2: director's I- cut.
0: Damn it! No. I knew you
1: were gonna put that <laughs> shit in my face, <laughs> and I told you the same. I told you he was gonna say, like, man, which version are we watching right now? But anyway, we'll get back to it
0: <laughs> But yeah, that was Actually one I did want to see before So I yeah. was like, oh yeah, let me, let me Watch that um, But yeah, that's, that was actually not bad I, I enjoyed it.
2: I'm surprised you actually don't own that Edwin.
1: Well, because it's not on Blue. Fucking yeah. James Cameron that's is right. Sweet-ass time I own it on DVD <laughs> <actually>. Uh Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I got your text. Great laugh. um, <laughs> yeah, I own, I own it. I don't know if I own the director's cut, um, but we watched it on Prime, I think. And it's been like years since I since I watched it on because I've been waiting to get the blue. And I know he's been in talks of. There
2: was there was I remember a tweet going out saying something about like James Cameron's movies, and somebody tweeted. Yeah, that's great and all. But when is the Abyss in True Lies coming out on Blu-ray or Four K? Yeah. And then James Cameron responded going, working on it. And that was like four years ago and nobody's heard anything else. Wow. And it's just like wait, he's why busy are... doing. Yeah, it, Avatars. Yeah. Well, Avatar that... Four, Five, Six, Seven, Eight, Nine. Yeah. Well, I know that he really
1: didn't like no one really had a good time making the Abyss. Yeah. Um, it was really terrible for all of them. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, if you want to if terrible. you wanna if if you
1: want to hear Harris good stories. Punched- punch james cameron in the face <laughs> like nobody everybody had like a traumatic like experience okay. that even ed Harris doesn't even want to talk about the movie now like he refuses to even you to acknowledge to do interviews and not no i don't want to talk about it
0: mm-hmm. james
1: cameron even said it was a also a bad experience but anyway that's behind the scenes i really did enjoy it though like it it does the movie really has a lot of james cameron tropes that you will see later yeah um um in this movie and it's kind of like what did i say it's kind of like the third encounter it's this version Close of third encounters, encounters
0: with a mix of
1: aliens and
0: mm-hmm. and titanic and titanic <laughs> yeah
1: really loves his water action sequences <laughs> but he's good at it though
2: no i mean that's the thing i mean and the thing about james cameron is if he has a vision he's one of those directors where if he has a vision it's gonna be seen and he's he doesn't he's he doesn't pull punches he you know i want it this way and if you have an actor that's like well i kind of want this character to do it no do it my way or you're gone and there was a thing um if you want to hear some funny stories about that time for shooting the abyss chris elliott's always been kind of Oh very fortright with that information <laughs> and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh he was he was the guy in the um,
1: Chris Elliott is he was in the movie, right? That's what you yeah. mean. The guy that yeah. Yeah, he was the he's, um, How I Met Your Mother, the, the dad. He's
2: of, the father of How I Met Your Mother, met your mother. Oh, oh, the okay. guy, Cabin Boy oh, gotcha. Cabin Boy, yeah. Gotcha. That's, yeah. And that yeah. was such a weird turn for him because he was known as Letterman, David Letterman's like writer and he'd always be on the show every now and then he had like characters of the guy who lives under the audience where he would just pop out on from under the audience, or he would have his own talk show in the middle of a talk show to interrupt and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden it was like, Hey, you're going to be in a James Cameron. You're going to be in this big Hollywood budget movie all of a sudden. And it's like kind of an action drama type situation. He's like, yeah. Okay. And everyone was like, really? Yeah. But, um, he said, (laughs) they said that, uh, In a a sit down a couple years back uh, His quote was uh, James Cameron was an ogre to a lot of people But for some reason he really liked me uh, Elliot admitted Uh, The the interviewer asked if Elliot might appear As a Na'vi in the Avatar sequels And Chris Elliot confessed I don't think so because I went on Letterman And made fun of my appearance in the Abyss Right before he had to come out and promote it (laughs) So I think James Cameron kind of old. He holds like ill will towards him now since he made fun of it, but that's was his shtick. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, that's so weird how a lot of James Cameron movies aren't on Blu-ray or four. I think it's
1: just something. those two that are at least not on blue. Yeah, and I, I mean, don't get why everything yeah. else is on Blu-ray.
2: Yeah, even but I think also is on Blu-ray. I think I think <laughs> also <laughs> I think also. <laughs> I think also Disney buying up this the 20th Century Fox library kind of also muddied that a bit because I think they're trying to make a play more towards digital than physical copies and stuff like
0: that. Mm, yeah,
2: but when we watched
1: it, it was in four by three aspect ratio, hmm. so I don't know if he actually shot it in four by three or if it was. Because just, if, if so, it could make sense why it's taking him so long, because I don't know if it's going to stretch that out.
2: Right. Like a widescreen. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those services, a lot of the services, like especially the uh, streaming services, they'll just put on whatever they're given from the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a year ago, there was that Back to the Future Part 2 they were given the censored version, the TV, you know, whatever you would watch on USA Network version. And they didn't realize until somebody brought up the fact of like, hey, there's a, the uh, Marty McFly's, uh, the porn book that uh, Biff, uh, you know, hides in the, you know, it's it was digitally altered to be something else. Like what's going on? Mm. And then Netflix looked into it and they're like, oh, Universal gave us the censored version. So then they changed it up the next day where they got the, real version so that might be something where whoever was in charge of that may have put in the you know the full frame version instead of the widescreen version or something. Netflix
1: is not like
2: watching these movies? They, they just get what they want or something that was yeah that was a whole well, story that and people are like sense. wait a minute like why, why that
0: makes sense to Prime especially because I'll put on a Prime movie and sometimes it'll be like especially classic movies it'll be grainy and like a terrible copy, so yeah, you could tell I, I, kind of like what he's saying. They realize, just put yes. on whatever. And, Amazon does have a lot Prime of crap. <laughs> has like duplicates. There'll be like three or four of the same movie, and I'll click on each one until I find the best like copy of one. One will yeah. be very grainy and very the sound quality terrible, and then I'll click on the next one, and it's much better. Or a colored one, so I don't yeah, know, like yeah. Uh, a black and uh,
2: white turned to color.
0: I'm like wait a minute, right. like
2: uh, uh, uh um, oh god, what was it? It was uh, a that classic Christmas movie. Oh, it's a
1: Wonderful Life. Yeah,
2: it's a Wonderful Life. They have the In- the color In- version, color and then they have the black and white version. The color version is so just strange, where it's like, are they eating something purple? Like the- I've seen people, <laughs> yeah. but I've seen people talk about how they loved. That the version. color version of it, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I, what? It's yeah, like, I, I would feel
1: so weird.
2: There for a lot of people, black and white just means old, and I can't get into it. And it's just like you're missing yeah, out. on something I guess much. I get that. Just give it a
1: chance. It only takes one good black and white movie for you just to open
2: up. It's it's the it. thing. It's a thing that uh uh the, the director of Parasite was talking about how you know a lot of people were like oh, I can't watch exit subtitles. I don't want to read. And it's like, just imagine the full library that will open up if you can just get over that, the last third, you know, the, that's not even, it only fills up so much of the screen type situation. Just imagine the world that will open to your, open up right. for you. Um, I mean, I get it. I mean, yeah. I think, but it,
1: there's always an exception, so.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Had <laughs> oh. an update from Daniel. Oh, um <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> anyway,
1: Daniel agreed. Yes, Daniel I was going to see if I was going to say this. Let's see.
0: Mm, I don't know what that is. Oh, never mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank God. Um, it's too stupid. Thank <laughs> God because anyway. it's stupid, it's and dumb. I don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> Basically, yeah. She yells at me.
0: No, um, what else
2: did you? What else did you guys watch besides the Abyss?
0: um i watched all dogs go to heaven because it was also oh, going God. away <laughs> and i have not seen that since i was really little so there was so much i did not remember i was like wow feels like the first time i'm watching this thing yeah but it just made me yeah it was kind of nostalgic but it was kind of sad you know <laughs> i guess well, it's yeah, you know, the especially, title
2: <laughs> especially
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean what were you expecting
0: i i didn't know what to expect because i didn't remember it and then I watched an American tale just cause I so wanted more nostalgia and I'm like, okay, we must've watched this way more. Cause I remembered a little bit more of it.
1: Yeah. What, in elementary school, when we had a substitute teacher, it was American tale two or all dogs go to heaven or the rescuers down under.
0: Yeah. The part two. Dennis the um, Yeah
1: part two the last performance from jimmy stewart in the
0: old west that's yeah
1: yeah that's why she also wanted to see it too the last performance of jimmy stewart voice yeah i I love hearing
0: i love hearing his voice in that one yep so that and then um just the friends reunion that's the only thing
2: your favorite be right (laughs) what was that i'm sorry the what
0: The friends reunion oh hell
2: yeah how was that how was that
0: it was good i mean um I agree with what you were saying. I don't even think it needed like a host Mm -hmm. interviewing them. Um, But yeah, the just the moments of them talking like, you know, when they weren't with him interviewing them, they were just showing other times when they were either doing a table read or whatever. All those moments were really cool. And all the surprised guests were pretty cool when they played the game. You know, yeah. just if you're a fan, they did a good job of, you know. It was a of, clip show.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think, think that, that was. That, that,
1: yeah, that's all it was. I mean, again, it was, I think if you're a fan, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, they are older. Um, yeah. Matthew Perry kind of, was... kind of took a side...
0: It was kind kinda of took sad a, that they that it felt like they wouldn't let him talk or didn't give him any camera time. Well, I think I read that something.
2: I read something that I guess he got he had surgery, like dental surgery, dental or surgery like or that? something. So he was kind That's of like, I, yeah. and, and it, the thing with Matthew Perry is that everyone was kind of like, oh, is he is he okay? Because he has, you know, come out saying like, yeah, I had a pill addiction, I had this, I had that, you mm-hmm. know, during the filming of all that. So and he admitted that in, yeah. during the reunion that yeah
1: he was constantly. Having anxiety because he was trying to make a joke. He yeah. was the guy with the joke. Yeah, he was the one guy, liners. Right.
2: Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody where it's like, hey, you're this, you're known for this. You have to hit it out of the park each time and stuff right. like that. So I can totally see
0: that. Um, it was fascinating too how many episodes they haven't seen or how much they didn't remember. You know, for us fans who have seen the episodes millions of times when they were playing the game. And they would ask the question, like, oh, you know, what was the name of this? And they're like, uh, you know, they just don't know. It's it's so fast. You can tell the
1: audience, be like, oh, it's this stupid? Like, you can tell that. But I get,
0: just, you know, like a lot of them are saying, like, I them. hate watching myself, you yeah. know? So I get, like, they don't watch it the way the fans watch it, but it's just fascinating like how we've seen it millions of times. There's episodes they haven't even seen.
2: I mean, that's the, I mean, that's the old, that's the... <laughs> the Saturday Night Live sketch of William Shatner going to a Star Trek convention and a bunch of the, you know, the nerds in the audience are asking him questions. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and they're just like, you know, in episode seven of this and that, and he's just like, get out of your basements. Go away. Like, and there's like, <laughs> and, and yeah, just and yelling at plural. people and they're just all sad. And there's that image of John Lovitz and Spock ears all sad. And it's because William Shatner's yelling at him to get a life. I think that's why it's kind of weird watching uh, as
1: a, I think when you're a fan, the people that are playing these characters are not going to be obsessed like you are. Right. So it kind of comes off. If a fan watches, probably a reader can, you can kind of assume, well, they're not really into it. And that you, it's just two different worlds. I think, I think that's, like they're, I think they're doing cool. it for a job and that's it. They're done. They're not going to be there watching it. Like, Ava, like Ava Lean was saying, like, well, it is, it yeah, it's yeah, it's
2: it's it's one of those things where, but it, it, I, I get it because it's one of those things where, you know, if this is something you absolutely love and watch every day or whenever you're sad or whatever, and then all of a sudden, you know, the people making it are just kind of like, yeah, it's all right. That's kind of like, well, am I doing something? Am I seeing this wrong? Am I seeing, like it makes you? No, but I think too. fans
1: should understand that that it. They if you want to nerd out, then this mm-hmm. is why you go to a fan base. Yeah. Not to the creators, unless you have like some dire question, yeah, that you know that's been bothering them, but even then, it they're just there to do a job, and that's yeah. it. Did I think
0: they answer I realized, the? Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say, I think I realized that kind of what you guys are saying when I watched um Sarah Jessica Parker talking about interview, did an interview of like they're just asking her about a lot of her past movies, and when they got to Hocus Pocus, she's like, Honestly, I don't remember a yeah. lot of the filming of that yeah. you know and that and i think that's when i realized like yeah kind of like what you're saying it's a job and yeah. you know they are not they're it, not holding it a lot
1: of as times, a cherished thing like and and with,
0: yeah. and with movie and especially know with when movies it's gonna be a huge hit or you yeah. know so and especially with and like movies that.
2: that's like two weeks of your life yeah that you shot you know, especially when you're doing press for a movie and stuff, it's like, yeah, I shot that in a four week period over a year ago. I
0: and and I mean, really, that movie is old now for yeah. her doing that interview fairly recently, you know, with the past yeah. couple of years. So, yeah. yeah, for you to ask someone about something that's like that many years old. Yeah, it is kind of hard to remember. Yeah, exactly.
2: Because you know? you're, you're you're asking hey, do you remember this 1.30 years ago? Exactly. <laughs> this one yeah. particular like, oh, week? Yeah. It's like, you can't you can't really remember that at all. But because you're watching Obsessing over it, you kind of have to, yeah. No, I mean, I, it is something that with the age of the fan for the last 10 years and everything, a lot of people are kind of like, well, no, you don't love the thing I love. And it's like, no, I liked my time with it. And I appreciate you appreciating it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I don't give, you know,
1: I guess I don't get upset where they don't know the scene that I absolutely love. I think I have that understanding. Well, of course you don't like you made it,
2: It, 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 but it is, there is some, there is a, there is a gratifying moment though of when you do find, you do finally talk to a creator or a person of something that you like and you read and you kind of connect on a level of like, Oh, you like it too. No way. You know, kind of it's that Mm -hmm. level. I don't know. There's something about it. Like I, years ago and I've told this story before Um, I went to a uh, book signing with Paul Dini who is the co-creator of uh, Harley Quinn he's written on Batman animated series everything you grew up loving He-Man X-Men? No Um, he (laughs) (laughs) I'll just shut my mouth Uh, (laughs) you proved me wrong (laughs) my story is invalid (laughs) I no but he so. wrote he wrote everything you know well actually no he actually wrote a couple of things you didn't like like he was a writer on lost as well um but uh, he-man tiny Toon adventures batman the animated series he's written comics and everything and i went to a signing of his and you know he's known also for especially the you know, co-creator of harley quinn and everything and everyone that was in line was you know had the mad love which is the origin of carly harley quinn book and uh it was also like a recently really reissued thing and everyone was in line. I had a couple comics of his from detective comics that he did like, you know, 10 years ago or something. And I really liked those issues because it was like Batman as a detective and not like action Batman and stuff. So I brought those for him to sign. And, you know, I brought up, you know, the book that he was there to sign for in the two books and he looked at him. He was like, Oh my God, I love these. And he started flipping. He's like, I haven't seen these in years. And there was that special of just like, oh, my God, we like the same thing. No way. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> so I do get that whole, like, oh, does he like it? So if, but if he saw it and he was just like, oh, I did this as a cash grab whatever. here sign, I would have felt like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, no. I mean, I get it, but yeah, but I also know he's only human, too. Sometimes you do take something for a cash grab. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you harass Phoebe Cates about Drop Dead Fred. She's going <laughs> to be like I would love to ask the moon. Her. I would love to Phoebe case. I, I know. I have and, questions for VB and she might like it too, because she probably gets a ton of questions about the fast times at Richmond High scene all the time. And not Drop I'll probably Dead Fred. ask
1: her about Drop Dead Fred.
0: Oh, and like
2: you were very comedically, you were really, really funny. And
1: I after wish
0: after we saw the invisible man, we kept saying this oh, is the dinner scene. This is Drop Dead Fred <laughs> <laughs> mixed with I forget what else we said, but yeah, her in that dinner scene. <laughs> like exactly the same. It's like just a darker, just slightly scene. more darker, exactly. Yeah,
1: because so she had funny. an invincible friend.
0: <laughs> and that part where she's like, "Look at what you're doing! I'm talking to myself. You're making me look crazy." I'm like, "This is just, just like the Invisible Man. I swear to fucking god."
2: Or Drop Dead Fred. released no, thirty he, years ago like, ago, like two weeks ago. Going
0: crazy.
2: Yeah, a couple weeks ago, thirty. Drop Dead Fred, thirty years old.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
2: So funny movie. That's yeah, a no, good yeah. kids kids movie. I definitely love that. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything else you guys have been watching? That's yeah. it. Really?
1: That was it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. the
0: Hangover.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah,
0: that was just a fill. That was a filler.
2: <laughs> That's Hangover. Come on. Um, <laughs> I watched a movie just kind of out of the blue. I was recently house sitting and dog sitting, and uh, they had on their uh, uh, their movies anywhere library a movie called the kid detective have you guys heard about this heard of this I movie i never out seen one, it yeah it came out last year it's starring adam brody as a uh guy who in his childhood years was kind of like the town wonderkind because he solved mysteries and everything he solved you know detective like kind of he fancied himself a detective had his own little a clubhouse where you solve mysteries and everything and it was like little mysteries like who stole the you know money from the pta who did this who did that and um all that kind of came to a sudden halt when his secretary who was also who was a you know student you know another you know young girl um g- gets kidnapped and goes missing and it's like the mayor's daughter um and he couldn't solve it he couldn't solve that mystery and the police were just like no we're not going to go to you because you're a kid you're 12 years old we're not going to have you do a mystery of that and it's always kind of haunted him and now he's in his late 20s early 30s and he's still doing the, the detective work and it's you know he's taking stupid jobs like a kid comes in and goes like you know, a high school kid comes in and goes like, Darren Makowski says he were he put, he uh, practiced with the Mets last year. I want to know if he really did it. And he's like, "That's it." He's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "He didn't practice for the Mets." I can tell you that right now. Like, it's just not. It's, and he's he's like depressed. He's out of, and it's a, it's a it's shot like brick, like those old time noir movies and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's it is it's very darkly funny. It's very it's a very dark movie, but it's all it does have comedic elements like. He's talking about how he solved 27. I've solved 22 mysteries in my life. And it's like, okay, no, you got to grow up maybe and stuff. And um, I recommend it. It does get really dark towards the end, but I, I, I did enjoy it. I, I did enjoy the movie. I thought it was really good. Um, so that's a recommendation. The Kid Detective. Um, and it came out last year at some point um, on like streaming and stuff like on demand. Where, where did you see it? At? I saw it on movies anywhere they uh, somebody bought it. Whoever had that service bought the movie. I don't know if it's on a streaming site just yet, mm. um, but that was on. So somebody bought it and it was in their library. So
0: oh, I see. What you're...
2: Ah, okay. Yeah, so you can watch it. Well, it says here, yeah, Voodoo four ninety nine, Amazon Prime. Oh, it might be on Amazon Prime actually. Oh. Hmm. Oh, it's on Stars, so that's how mm-hmm. you watch it. Is right. if you have the channel Stars, you can watch it. You know, through there, if you if you're a subscriber to Stars, you can watch it on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll probably come it. pretty soon. To other Denied.
0: Days. Got it.
2: Okay. Yeah. Good to know. So, yeah, but no, yeah, check that out. Uh there was another thing. What did I? Oh, I watched the first episode to Hulu's new show Modoc, with the voice oh. of oh, Patton was... Oswalt and. stuff it's 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 funny it's exactly kind of what it looks like it's just you know modok who's trying who's like trying to take the the villainous character who's just a giant floating head and a little tiny arms and tiny legs um and uh they put him with a family he has a daughter that looks exactly like him and a son who's played by ben schwartz who's just trying to like you know be cool because his bar mitzvah's coming up and he needs an outfit and his wife is possibly leaving him and stuff like that. And it's 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 a it's in the style of like kind of robot chicken, uh ex-claymation yeah. and everything. And it is fun. It, it is it is it pretty funny. Cool. Yeah. It's a funny show. Uh definitely, definitely like he has a fight with it be, opens up with him trying to take over wherever I think they were trying to steal something and Iron Man appears and John Ham is <laughs> John Ham is Iron Man and he's like, you know, like hey what's up? And he's just, you know, what's wrong with you? And Iron Man kicks him but Modoc grabs his boot and then he has he has his victory. I we have Iron Man's boot, you know, and everyone's just like, who cares? That that cost us millions of dollars, and all you have is his boot. What the hell? And so it's it's the first episode was pretty funny. I, I I've been meaning to go back and watch it. I think it's only like seven episodes or something, but so definitely a recommend. It's it's fun. But um yeah. that's pretty much it. That i've been watching so i guess with all that out of the way was there anything else i'm, I'm thinking there oh, i mean i guess the only other thing is that i've been rereading um saga which is the comic book the graphic mm-hmm. novel from brian k vaughn i've been rereading that and i just forgot how good that book is and that story and everything and yeah i need to reread it i have the first volume yeah and i think i've remember
1: liking it but i can't yeah. remember a thing from it
2: yeah i bought i bought uh the com- comicsology. it uh, right now it's uh the first part of the tale has been told and it's like the first 54 issues and then brian k vaughn and the artist kind of went on hiatus saying hey this is all, we're going we're just taking some time off and we're coming back to it we're not done with it but for now we're not going to be issuing any more issues or anything and they collected an omnibus of the first 50 of those all, those, all the issues that are out, so it's like the first 54 issues. Um, it was on sale for Comixology for like $25 or something, so I was like, oh, just, I'll just I'll buy it just because I like that story and I want to reread it all and stuff, and it's all in one place. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's I, I forget how shockingly good that is because it's just like, oh my god, because that's the one thing when people go, like, you know, what should I read? It's on every list of you need to read saga, you need to read that, mm-hmm. so, and plus, I'm a huge. Brian K. Vaughn fan with
1: did, Why the Last did, Man. Did he do Girls? Not the HBO show. No, he didn't do Ooh, Girls. Okay. That was I feel like Saga and Girls had the same type of art work or similar. Uh, type of I art. think
2: that may I could actually be wrong. Uh, well I think it's from I A&H. could be wrong.
1: Girls graphic. Novel. I don't know why I'm that popped into my head. I haven't thought about that series in a long time.
2: You know what I'm talking about. That was though, right? that was the one where um like these aliens that look like women come down and they start reproduce yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yes. yeah I know which exactly what you're talking I I read that years ago um, And that's not Brian Keene. Okay, maybe that's I'm thinking with somebody else. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's it's not popping up cuz I put in girls graphic novel and it just comes back with graphic novels for girls. And it's like no, it's the you <laughs> you don't have to say I'm sure other. But now it's going now it's going to irritate me. Anyway, no. Um so yeah, with that out of the way, I
0: guess. Oh, wait. Yes. I got really obsessed with looking for old rides that have closed down that I miss. And I went on a crazy tangent like the Back to the Future ride (laughs) and E.T. and the Muppets 3D show. And then I started getting angry that I can't go on these (laughs) anymore. (laughs) You just sounded
2: like Daniel. Then I got angry. I got angry. (laughs) And then I got then I got violent.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I got to ride the Back to the Future ride, and that made me even more pissed off. I'm like, you can, oh. you
2: can actually, you can actually, uh, the DVD on the Blu-rays, they have the, on yeah. the special, uh, special extras, is you can watch the whole ride on the Blu-ray function, which is pretty. So weird.
0: Edwin said he's going to the a, stuff. a gaming chair, and just try to move the chair according to that to give. <laughs>
2: it's you're awesome. gonna he's gonna be the father that puts his daughter yeah. in a, a hamper on a roller coaster and shaking it and going around yeah she's exactly.
1: gonna get so nauseous this
0: is how my dreams will come true
2: and we can apply that to any ride that's come and gone uh, do you watch the uh youtube channel defunct land
0: Yeah, that's what we were watching. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's that's exactly that whole thing. And he's making a he's putting together a VR thing where, like, if you have a VR headset, we're gonna make recreations of these rides so you can experience them through the virtual reality. And oh, that I didn't I didn't know that. that.
1: Yeah, that's actually that's how that
2: that's how that channel started. Was originally making these rides that you can't ride anymore. And I like that feature because it's not just cool. It's not just Disney rides. It's the gamut of everything. Like, here's this one roller coaster. So, after one city. That's all well, to it's do. not, it's, get it's years from now that he's going to be oh, I think they're coming just, out. Yeah. That's yeah, what he's going to do. I that's thought what, he, that's okay. what his original plan was to do, was to do that stuff. And then I think last year he did a case where it's like, it? hey, I'm still doing this. You Didn't know, just
1: say that too. Oh, someone should really come up with that.
0: What was the ride that we looked at that is still open in Florida? Or what the is?
1: ET ride. The E.T. ride is, yeah.
0: That's actually crazy that that's
1: still there. I wonder if they can do the classic um, Snow White back when it opened up in the 60s, where, Ugh, where it was very where it creepy. was really scary, yeah. If they can yeah. do
0: that. I wanted to show Edwin. Or the
1: Lilo and Stitch ride that used to be the Alien ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Stuff like that would be cool. Yeah. The Terminator 2 show as well. Yeah, because all Captain you have- to f- EO yeah exactly uh, that's one of those things where it's like that's that'd be a great that's a great idea yeah no i mean that's what he's wanting but i think a lot of that also h- fringes on uh copyright issues d- copyright issues and stuff like that that old um, chestnut of just i mean like lawyers going like no
0: i get that you know especially at universal studios they change these things because they're going with like what's more relevant what's new you know back to the future became simpson land right yeah. yeah the simpson ride the simpson so ride I, is i that... get it but it still makes me sad i'm like man i still think kids would enjoy back to the future you know but maybe that's just my nostalgic heart thinking that i don't know
2: yeah <laughs> I no mean, they uh it's funny because then that simpsons ride during the queue they have you know, little interstitials of like Krusty popping up and stuff. And yeah. it shows, uh, it shows Dr. Frank Doc accidentally Brown. killing Doc Brown and <laughs> <laughs> stuff, taking over the Institute. So they yeah, kind of make that part funny. of the ride that I bought this from the, from Doc Brown. and uh, <laughs> Yeah. That, I did see that
0: clip that actually yeah. was really funny.
2: Yeah. It, that, that whole line cue is probably one of the best line cues. Cause it's making fun of Universal Studios. It's making fun of theme parks. And then it, every now and then it'll show classic, clips from the simpsons doing vr or doing theme park jokes and stuff like that so it's it's just one of the best rides where it's like oh man i have to wait here for an hour and then it's like oh at least i have this and stuff and they're they're all funny and they're all good um so yeah Actually, so it says go ahead i was
1: gonna say before we get into a uh, kind of gonna throw you a segue here in the ben stiller show when they kind of do a parody of Disneyland, oliver stone man Exactly. Like, I love the idea of just taking a director that is known for its style and creating rides. A
2: theme park around it. Break that on would through. Be great. Break on <laughs> through. Break on through. And um. I'm thinking, man, now if we can
1: do a Spike Lee one with all his movies, that his first seven,
2: that would be, yeah, that would be, that would be an interesting theme park. And yeah. really confusing so. And really just kind of And all it is is a mirror Bring it to your face That's all it is It's like <laughs> oh, where are the rides can, This is the franchise. ride
1: You can have Sal's Pizzeria there <laughs> Exactly <laughs> you know, in it, And then in the end you trash it Like yeah, it exactly. can be an eating And then a ride at the same time Like exactly. kind of like backdraft I think there's
0: something there mm. Maybe Wow backdraft that was so much fun <laughs> I Loved that you see how but it's so weird. It's so weird, also,
2: that like Universal Studios 2 is such a history in time because it's like with backdraft, everyone would be like, Why is backdraft such a ride? That movie was a pretty big hit, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. nobody talked about it. Like it yeah, was one of those I things. Get, it, I, had, I
0: made him watch that recently never seen it until yeah. what
2: a month ago. <laughs> and it's it's a decent movie. It's a fun, it's kind of it's it's a good <laughs> movie. It's like it's it's kind of weird Because you think about it, it's like, oh, this is your the ultimate dad movie. Um, mm-hmm. but then you watch it and it's like Everyone's, it's like this is actually pretty decent. This is pretty fun, actually. I think I
1: missed that style of early '90s Hollywood, like movie making. Yeah, like and it was you can tell that it's a movie. Like it, it's not really taking itself too seriously. It, it's giving you everything, um, in it. And yeah, it's like one nice of the last big
2: giant movies like a year before CGI comes out. When Jurassic Park changes the game it's all CGI. All that stuff is practical effects. They have a fire wrangler. They have
0: yeah.
2: where it's just like oh yeah this is all kind of like yeah it's, it I is think one of those that's why the ride spectacles. was
0: so cool to kind of show how they did that. Yeah. And that was what was fascinating me when I went to that when I was younger. Yeah, I was yeah. like this is so amazing. And we movie watched, magic. And we
1: watched how it in Florida, they did a twister ride, which I had no idea. They had any yeah. and they existed. reconstructed a twister. It was like exactly like backdraft,
2: but twister. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But they actually
1: made a twister.
2: Yeah. They made a twister in there and you're you're experiencing it. And Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton are there on two separate monitors because I guess
0: because they, couldn't, they hated each other. They hated each other. So it'd be like,
2: <laughs> Thanks, Helen. We're here at a, a five. <laughs> r.i.p man r.i.p thanks bitch face yeah r.i.p thanks it feels now no, no i wonder if it was worth it helen she he. probably she probably feels victorious <laughs> <laughs> i won um so going back to the line, just, wow. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the vr you, thing real quick <laughs> with the, <laughs> it's all about you <laughs> i won uh According to Defunctland, the VR park, initially the Defunctland YouTube series was meant to showcase to be a showcase for attractions that would be part of a virtual theme park of the same name. On June 18th, 2017, uh the guy Kevin uploaded an image, a video called Defunctland VR, the Sorcerer's Hat, to show off the initial prototype of the park. Uh, about a year later, Kevin made a post on his website about the VR park to explain that it was still happening as well as shown off some progress up until that point. So it sounds like it's still doing that but he's making money off it of because a youtube series and stuff so mm-hmm. all his videos especially the jim henson series of videos he did was really really interesting really uh, really good and such with that um also uh girls that was uh, uh written that was created by the luna brothers joshua luna thank you and jonathan luna and, and what else released. did they do? <laughs> Sorry, uh, they also Sorry. did. Um... Sorry, <laughs> never mind. Never I, mind. Need find, can... I need to find. I need to find. I know they
1: did another series that I didn't. I thought it was. Sorry, I thought it was Saga. I am so wrong.
2: Um, I believe okay. they did. Um... Oh God, <laughs> sword.
0: Need... Thank
2: sword. you. Done. Sword. Done. Thank there you. That's what ahead. it is. That was. it. Um, they, yeah, exactly. That's the one you were thinking of. Sword. Um. <gasps> And Alex and Ada. Um, All right, so no, they didn't. Did they do sword? I don't think they did sword. (laughs) Shit! God damn it! Why do you do this to me? Sword. You're right. Comic.
1: Move on. Comic.
2: I don't. I just want to make sure because it's not here, or it was one of the Luna Brothers, and now it's one of those things. Oh God! We'll figure it out. Um, Oh, it was the Luna Brothers. The sword. Um okay moving on. I can I can move on.
0: <laughs>
2: so, what else do you have? What are you thinking right now? What question are you gonna want to talk,
0: no, nothing. <laughs> talk about? Nothing. It's getting hot,
2: Brian. It, the temperature is hot. It's
0: actually cold. Evelyn right? is fuming.
2: You know where it's you know tensions are tensions are up. That's right. It's back to the rewind, replay, record, film festival. We did baby. We did a bringing up baby. We also did the movie once, which is in the future. Hey guys, if you're, if if, please subscribe to the show, because I sometimes forget about Instagram. So when you subscribe to the show, the newest episode will pop up and that'll be it. But right now it's only bringing up baby. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm behind. (laughs) Get off me. I'm talking to myself. Sorry. Okay. Now. Upcoming uh the newest movie in the film festival is Edwin's Choice. Edwin, why don't you talk about the movie you chose? What did you choose?
1: Well, thank you, Brian. Appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Anytime. the movie I chose was Spike Lee's joint. Do the Inside do the right man. thing. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> do the right thing. Is it Chirac? <laughs> yeah. Um No, I, yeah, I did. I chose Do the Right Thing from 1989. Um, This, um, it's funny. This movie kind of, I watched many years ago. This is where I just was starting to get into movies. um, And it did have an impact on me um, then, but I haven't watched it since then. Yeah. Um, Evelyn bought it for me for, for Christmas. And it's been sitting in my shelf. So I took the opportunity to pick that. And I've always, been wanting to watch it
2: yeah
1: um very very uh colorful movie um here i got the synopsis here mm-hmm. on the hottest day of the year on the street of uh bedford is it cellophane saint section of brooklyn everyone's um, hate and bigotry stupisant. yeah thank you yeah. uh everyone's hate and bigotry uh smolders and builds until it explodes into violence um I really enjoyed "Do the Right Thing." Mm-hmm. Um, I the the opening of um, Rosie Perez, you know, dancing to "Fight the Power" yeah. um, by Public Enemy, just kind of puts you in that in that mind frame. Kind of sets the mood of the movie. Very colorful, mm-hmm. very like music video esque the whole movie i think was shot beautifully yeah uh, kind of like documentary style you can see the influences the influences that ha- it had later to, to even like mtv music videos and just the style in general commercials yeah yeah everything um yeah the movie i thought was very funny i think it was very well very well acted by everyone all around um it it's feels like a hangout movie, kind of like, you know, like Days of Confused or Friday, like you really uh-huh. get into the the environment that this movie you know was in of this one block, yeah, right. Um, um, I thought Spike Lee was great. Um, obviously, it it's set during like the hottest the hottest day, which kind of already makes like you kind of see, like feel like this underground tension throughout the movie right until the climax where it just full on you know explodes um but yeah no i i really enjoyed it i really liked it a lot i don't
0: really agree with that synopsis just the sense where it's saying everyone's hate and bigotry smolders and builds until it explodes in violence only because i think it does oh okay can i finish oh <laughs> because the i felt almost the entire movie made me smile. And yes, I felt those undertones of something building and I knew something was going to escalate, but I didn't feel like the hate throughout the entire movie. I felt little tiny moments of, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're saying bigotry, but mostly I felt like, you know, there was a lot of like good being done or good things being said and, Again, like a lot of moments that made me smile, like the the older mm-hmm. gentleman who calls himself the mayor, you know, he kept doing Ozzie things. Davis, yeah. He kept doing things that were very sweet or heroic, you know, and.
1: But yet in the beginning, you have like the town kind of making fun of him because he's like the drunk. Yeah. But you get to hear his. This is the reason where, why, yeah. The reason why. Yeah. So everybody I feel like has one of those, you know, moments. But in the end you kind of feel like, oh, they all are a family. They, you know, and sometimes you kind of just like bicker around with like, you know, friends or family members. Right. It was just kind of, you know, I do it all the time with like my family members, so even yeah. though it can come off mean, it you can tell that it's playful. But I think the brilliance of it is the underlying yeah, bigotry, like that seeping through. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just it is it's fun.
0: Read the way you it sounded when you read it. It I guess the way it sounded, it made it seem like you you see a lot of hate in you know, like it made it seem like a more crude and cruel movie. I guess the way that synopsis sounded, but to right. me, again, almost the entire movie there was a feeling of like joy and happiness yeah
1: yeah you know
0: so which i think why
1: the ending hits harder
0: right yeah that's true
1: because i think that's how it actually felt like you know
0: and then for me too all i kept thinking is this is just everything my mom and dad described to me i i just pictured them in this movie because that's how they grew up that's where they grew up you know so it really felt like i was taking a trip down their memory lane which was kind of cool i'm like this is like totally what my parents described to me you know what it was like growing up in new york so it was it was interesting it was very well interesting. like you said it's
2: it's um <clears throat> uh, spike lee got the idea from it because of an old twilight zone episode actually um that uh it was called uh, shopping for death which the main characters discuss the theory that the hot weather increases violent tendencies. And you can kind of see that throughout the day, especially during the hot days, especially with the guys, Robin Harris and um, mm-hmm. the two other guys on the side. Yes. Like just sitting there just bullshitting throughout the whole day. We're just like, this is our spot. They're there every day. It, you get that sense. Like you said, like community and stuff there. The, and they The were color about, palette
1: is, yeah. you know, bright red, bright oh, yeah, yellow, the heat. sepia, um, you it can feels tell they like a burner.
2: Yeah, it feels yeah, very muggy, muggy and very yeah. uncomfortable. Like the movie yeah. itself feels very, you feel that heat. You feel heat. that like uneasiness of just like, oh man. But like with that, like throughout the day, you could see them getting a little bit more angrier as it gets hotter. You know, like the, the one guy talks about, like, look at that Korean family. They come in and that's right. that thing's been dot up. And the other guy's like, yeah, you're right. They don't even give us. But And then Robin Harris is like, have you even tried?
0: What would they you don't do just hand it
2: out. What did you do? Did you do something? No. Shut up. I'm gonna go He's get like, a what beer. What would you
0: put there? You wouldn't. Yeah. Put what would you do there? <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't do that shit.
2: And then, like you know, shut up. Like you know, and just walks away, going to get a beer, and uh, you know, because it's Miller time, and <laughs> it's just, right. it's just, yeah, it is one of those things where it's boiling, where you're just like, yeah, you know what? You're getting irritated. People are getting more irritated, uh, because it is so hot, and it, it like you said, it, like, it, it, it's not just. You do give that sense of community. Everybody knows each other. Yeah. Everyone's been there. Um, Spike Lee, I thought, was really good actually as an actor. Yeah, and he was. Mookie yeah. uh, with Mookie. And I, I like the choice with Mookie is that they don't, he doesn't portray him as, you know, the kid that just needs to, you know, get his head on straight or whatever. No, he is kind of a lazy guy that doesn't, you know, he doesn't yeah, give him any just, excuses. He doesn't give anything. He's just a regular guy that just all he does is deliver pizza. And then he sometimes mm-hmm. comes back to deliver more, you know, and throughout the day, he'll like sometimes, I'm, sometimes I'm, yeah. Yeah. take a two I'll hour a break a to take a shower just, or go visit, my, see girl. my, visit my girlfriend, my
0: yeah. girlfriend, rub some, some ice some on her. her.
2: Yeah. I rub ice on her. and we, stuff. Like we've that. all been there. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I just, you
0: right? Know. No, right. Oh, I've never done
1: that. To <laughs> no, but if it's been done to you, <laughs> you're
0: so annoying. <laughs> Oh but okay. you're right. Everybody did but, great yeah. acting. And I think Samuel Jackson's my favorite character. Oh, um, he uh, is, is like great. the Your Greek chorus. Yeah,
2: yeah, Senior Love. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, hey, how you doing? And what I love about this movie also is that for a movie, uh, there's so many scenes that can be taken out and shown, and it's its own little mini movie. That's with the Correct. the with uh, uh with uh Radio Rahim and the love and the hate, you know, that oh, speech. Really quick, yeah. did you notice? what that was an homage to
1: his his brass knuckles love and hate night of the hunter where he tattoos oh,
0: and it's also
1: done in
0: good pull
1: and um robert de niro yeah and he, and
0: he he gives a little speech about it yeah, yeah, yeah. when in night of the hunter when he talks about his his fist wow yeah because i'm like wait a minute i've that. seen that
1: before and i was like is it cape fear you know but like no i forgot because cape fear got it from
2: night of the hunter right. which i remember you wow.
0: Yeah, that I do love that movie. I didn't even notice that. That's a good poll. Yeah, sorry, people.
2: no, but yeah, no, but I mean, like that scene specifically, how it like you know the camera moves forward, so you can tell the story of that, and then the infamous scene where all the people are just saying the the uh, the rank- oh. most racist things that they could, which possibly is a Spike say.
1: Lee kind of thing. Yeah, this is like we get to see a lot of what he uses his toolbox. I would say, yeah, like what he does in all of his movies. He does it all, and yeah, all of them like 25th hour was probably the last thing that I remember where Edward Norton just like speaks, like does this rant, like this hateful rant. Um,
2: but yeah, I kind of liked all of and that. Then it's, and, and then it's then you interrupted, see, and it's interrupted by saying, Hey,
0: like, let's knock it off, don't do this,
2: right? Yeah. You just you're letting oh, yeah. the heat
0: get to you, stop,
2: like, stop. Yeah, and then, he
0: was so everything he said was so great in the whole movie. There's like, a
1: lot of great moments in yeah. this movie, it's really kind of hard to pick one right and, exactly and it's yeah, like Avelyn uh, was just talking about how um like the moment uh when sal and was talking to john tinturo about like you know why are you doing this like why <laughs> he why he wants to keep it like oh no yeah. the, you know i, I
0: watch these, these kids, kids grow, grow up, up you know I, I they, they, they grew and... up
2: on my pizza they ate yeah. my pizza yeah, yeah. i'm a part yeah. of this community i actually yeah. help these kids and i've seen them grow up and i know that right. community and everything and so you feel that and you're like oh this guy is you know great, but then. You see the other scene where Mookie's sister
1: goes up, and then that tone changes. Yeah, it changes. Then, yeah. Uh, to me, I'm like, okay, he's kind of being borderline. I, I know he's not being like rude, he's that old
0: school guy. But, he has, but little
1: being borderline, a kind of like
0: curvy yeah, yeah, creepy.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's that old and, school, and I think it's intended to feel that way, just because yeah. it was shot. You see John Turturro and Spike Lee kind of like looking, and they both. Are thinking the same thing, but on opposite ends. Yeah. You know, which I found kind of interesting. Like they're both hating this moment, you know, together, but yeah. for different reasons. And yeah. I think that's what the movie is, alludes to a lot of the time.
2: Right. Exactly. Like it's, it is. And my favorite character, bugging out <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito. He, there was one the, scene in particular. But cracked... the shoes. Cracked it wasn't the shoes It was oh, it was when Eddie Aiello Is giving ice cream to a little girl And all of a sudden He rises from the bottom of the thing Yo Sal I'm gonna boycott you. So he's just like get the fuck Which leads me to believe if you watch that scene again He's sitting there crouched down As the little girl's getting ice cream And who knows how long he's been waiting there Just so yeah. he can pop up and just go Yeah I'm gonna boycott your ass like, I had to watch that scene like three or four times, it was so hilarious because he just he literally just rises, which means he sat there the entire time waiting for the little girl to leave, he, yeah, he and must. then jump up. And, like, yeah. yeah, and it's like, yeah, that's Gus from Breaking Bad, that's a uh, 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 the grandma, whoever from The Mandalorian, stuff like that. And in totally, oh, I was different. gonna, I thought you were gonna just say the Star Wars. Star no, Wars but he's also. Happens. Well, I mean, it's Gus. He's now Gus. He's also in the boys playing the same exact role and stuff. But uh yeah, he was fun to. He was fun to watch, and it just. And it also. The, the thing about this movie also is just how relevant it is thirty years later, especially after that's, last year.
0: Yep, that's um, what I was telling to Edwin. I can't believe how old this movie is and how it feels like it was.
2: To the tee, it could
0: have been. Made yesterday. It
2: happened last year. Like all relevant. And that
0: scene at the end where they were shouting names. Oh man, it kind of just hit hard. Just our generation, like you're saying, just from last year, all the names that we have been embedded with from the news and everything that's happened in last year, all these names that I know from recently and all those names that they were shouting that were obviously something. That was going on around that time well, the film is dedicated it just, to it really yeah. hit to home. I was like,
2: oh man. Well, actually, it's 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 not it's literally last year was when um George Floyd was murdered. Mm-hmm. And I can mm-hmm. say that because you know he got convicted, uh, was murdered uh literally last year, this same time Memorial Day weekend. And this isn't an, a this is just kind of a coincidence where I just realized wow. that like, oh yeah, it was literally mm-hmm. like a year ago that he died. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and that was kind of the final. Because before that, it was uh, the guy, Amer, Amar uh, in Georgia, who was hunted down by the group of vigilantes thinking he wasn't supposed to be in the neighborhood when he was just taking a jog uh, and he was murdered. And then Brianna Taylor. And it was like George right. Floyd was just like the tinderbox that started all this stuff. And, and, and
0: those three names that you said, that's what I was telling Edwin, like, see those names we know. Yeah. And in that scene in the movie, when they were shouting those names, it, it just really... I was like, oh, and man. dedicated.
2: it. Yeah, I mean, that's also another thing that he did. It was uh, uh, the uh, it wasn't just the a, Howard uh, Beach. Yes, yeah. the Howard Beach. Yeah, the Howard mm-hmm. Beach racial, and also uh, Eleanor uh, bumper uh, bump, bumpers by police and stuff. And it's one of those. Again, it's 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 it's. There's a few little like things I think in the background. I think when uh, Mookie
1: and his sister were talking. They were there was like a red wall, and there was like a tagging.
0: Right, uh, it, it said Tijuana, Tijuana
1: um,
0: Yeah, was telling the truth.
1: Yeah, and I think it was a reference to this um, um, African American girl that I think was, you know, raped and.
0: And they called her of lying. lying. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's 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 again. It's one of those. It's it's amazing and sad that it's just like God. This is just as relevant as from yeah. last year and stuff that's how i and felt at
0: that. the end i'm like man like I, again it there were so many moments that made me feel good throughout the the movie and again i did know it was coming to you know there the was death the, of radio
2: rahim yeah
0: the tension was building but yeah it was just so sad when that moment happened i i think because of what you're saying just the relevance of it yeah today and i think that's why it hit me so hard i was like oh man so relevant today i yeah. can't believe how old this movie is and it feels like it was yesterday
2: yeah like 30 it's 33 crazy. 34 years old and it's like yep okay cool but that also speaks to just how i think much of an a, a american classic this movie is um, it's an
0: essential yeah edwin said that and i agree and i'm really glad i watched it because it it definitely is an essential it's absolutely true
2: it is an essential you know watch with it and everything uh it's on the Uh, Listed as one of the greatest films of all time Uh, In 1999 The film was deemed culturally, historically And aesthetically significant by the Library of Congress Uh, Right when the first year of eligibility Because you have to wait at least 10 years for that To happen after a movie's release And the year it was, it was like, yep, this is in Um, But is it better than driving miss daisy cuz that was a big absolutely yeah 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 for example yeah no exactly there's no question it is. there's no question with that <laughs> there's no question that this movie should have won best picture should have won best director should have won best screenplay everything nominated for and instead drive which just seems like a big old slap in the face of and wow. that
1: hasn't changed either yeah that hasn't Green Green changed Book. either example
2: one and what two years ago and yeah. it was basically the same thing Exactly. But Hollywood likes regurgitating the shit. health. And, yeah, just where it's like it makes you feel good. It makes your parents feel good. Like, yeah, yeah, racism is bad. <laughs> instead of sitting there forcing you it, it tells you racism is bad instead of forcing you to actually think like, is this bad? Because the one question everybody asks that's why, and Spike Lee has said this that uh, the, the only people that ask this question is, did Mookie take the uh, uh, garbage can and throw it in the uh, window to prevent Sal from dying? And that's always their question, and Spike Lee. Well, like, ask me that because it's an important question. It is an important question, and Spike Lee said the only people that ask him that are white people, and it's one of those things where it's like, does that really matter, or does the murder of a black man from oh. the police matter? Right, right. And that's one of the things is it's just like you know yeah, and because
1: even Mookie says society always go- concentrates on the riot, not the reason why the riot yeah, happened. happened to begin with. Mm. And, um, and you can say that, uh, it, and that is what matters. And you cannot honestly say that maybe Luki did it because he was angry because he just saw his friend died. Yeah. You know, or you can say he did it because, oh, he, you know,
2: especially seeing the one police officer to so. yelling at him, like, stop, stop, you're killing him. You're killing him. He's all, no, no, he keeps going. And right. it's like, and it is one of those just, or it's like, you know, there's no question he went too far. There's no yeah. question. Yeah. And, uh, yeah like you said it could either go in either way where he was trying to save sal because you know Danny immediately says do what you need to do like he's even kind of prepared to like i there's no way out and then that okay cool but again it is last year i remember right around this time when uh you know the blm black matter black lives matter uh protests were happening and everything um it was funny because out here in lancaster there wasn't there weren't protests or major protests or even you know like any vandalism or anything but like i remember going out on a saturday i had to run to target to get something and i had my mass and all that stuff and i was ready to go inside but it was all boarded up all the things it was closed it's 5 p.m and immediately closed and everything and we were on a curfew um and it was just funny to me because you know we're going through a pandemic where Target remained open and everything forcing their workers to work. But the minute that there was a possibility of property damage, go home. Boom. We're going to try to protect this. We're going to try to protect property and everything, which you're yeah, going to that, get your money back, especially at target. You're going to get your money back. And even in the, in the movie, they say like you're insured and Sal yeah. does have right, does rightfully say like the insurance doesn't matter. I've been here for 25 plus years and everything, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to kind of. Ask yourself get, those questions.
0: Get your priorities straight. Yeah, get
2: your priorities yeah. straight. Like, like you, just, uh, property yeah. is you, 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 you mourn the, the loss of a and, yeah. yeah. You mourn the loss of a property, really but it. hey, this person died, he was right. a real living being, and yeah, a window got broke and burned down and stuff. And that's what people concentrate on. Yep.
1: Yeah. and I think exactly. that was the point of it. Yep, you know? exactly. And that's why I think I asked the question to him. Like, it, it's funny how that is probably the 90% of what the question is. At. <laughs> Actually, I'm probably saying that wrong. Well, he but said, sure no, a lot Spike of Lee said has like, said. Oh, like, wait, no one's questioned that, you know, a black man just got murdered Yeah. in the middle of the street in front of everybody.
2: And, and then the police no just grab him and then leave. Like, nothing. Yeah. Like, it's nothing. Like, no. like, it was just like, just get him in the property back. Let's get property. out of here. And then they yeah. leave. And it's like, what just fucking happened? Like, and then the police immediately leave the scene and all these people are there to like, what else? What do we do? Like, what do we do? And right. most of the time. And then also, not only that, it ends with two quotes from one from Martin Luther King, one from Malcolm mm-hmm. X. And it's funny because you read those quotes. Martin Luther King's obviously about anti-violence. Malcolm X also says like, you know, I don't like violence, but I understand and everything. And both men are murdered. Yeah. Ending violence and such. Um, but I think it also, even the movie itself is kind of
1: doing both, yeah. like, you know, people always kind of cite with, you know, one or the other, but the situation is so incredibly complicated that you, I can't help, At least I can speak to myself that both of them have points. No, exactly. You know, they it, really do. You know, yeah. if, if I'm in a situation as well, like, you know, you're when you can yeah, you're being, being repressed or no one's listening or something of, is so unjust and you're doing
2: everything by the book
1: and still nothing.
2: Then yeah, yeah, you're yeah, going to get mean, angry and you're going you're to be like, fuck yeah. off, like that's what happens. Um, there's that speech from that woman that I saw in the John Oliver clip that was going around where she was just like you, exactly what you said. You know, I do everything right, I do everything and you're still killing us. You tell us put up mm-hmm. our hands, we get beat what do you expect Mm -hmm. us to do? What what do you expect us to do? What happens? Um, And like you said, yeah, there are times where it's like, yeah, people are going to take advantage of that situation, make their own stuff. And it's just like, then they get lumped. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a black and white issue. That's totally gray where it's just like, yeah, no, there's a lot of points to this and nuance, but a lot of people don't want to ask those questions. They ask other questions to avoid the main question and everything. And uh, if you guys are wondering what happened to young Mookie and Sal and everything. Um, He does make an appearance. Mookie makes another appearance in a 2012 movie, Red Hook Summer, directed also by Spike Lee, where uh, he is shown delivering pizza. According to Lee, Sal took the insurance money from his burned pizzeria, reopened the restaurant in Red Hook, and then rehired Mookie, agreeing to include Black celebrities on his wall of fame.
0: Uh,
2: Also, Tina Rosa Perez, Tina appears also uh, Spike Lee did a TV version of She's Gotta Have It, his first movie Um, and uh, Rosie Perez returns to portray Tina and Mookie's girlfriend in the movie once more and it's revealed that one of the characters, one of her children is the biological uh, child of Mookie as well, so Spike Lee creating his own little universe there too as well and all that Mm -hmm. such Um, but yeah I don't know, like this Spike Lee does get a lot of shit And a lot of hate Yeah, mm-hmm. And I, it's one of those things where it's just like I get it but at the same time When you make movies like Do the Right Thing, Malcolm X Most recently Black Klansman And yeah. Inside Man even I think he is one of those directors That I think People do Brush him off just because he is outspoken and he does ask the questions like he does in these movies, yeah. or like, he you know, especially
0: head exactly, yeah. And then also, and like, asked, can't deal with it.
2: I think his big, the last, the first big one that people were just like, Oh, you're that Knicks guy. You like the, Knicks. yeah, he likes the Knicks, but he also do not just point him as that. He is a prolific filmmaker and he obviously does have talent, um, not only in, in, uh, um, uh feature films but also documentaries he's a he's an amazing documentary mm-hmm. filmmaker uh when the levees broke which was an hbo documentary series was amazing about the uh, uh about uh oh god why am i the uh the flooding of um new orleans uh I, god why can't i think of the name of that town um he did that documentary for little girls about the church bombing that killed for uh, about the black church being burned down and killing those four little girls. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing filmmaker all around. Um, is everything he's going to do the best? No, probably not, but he does make movies and he does ask questions like, you know, that he was, he was talking about how, like, why is Clint Eastwood the only director to make a movie about, you know, bird, the jazz musician, why can't a black filmmaker make a movie of that? Why does it have to be a white actor, mm-hmm. a white director? um When there's plenty of other directors of color that can make a movie just like that, you know, and people get pissed and people go, "Ah, eh, whatever," but I don't know. um I think he gets a lot yeah. of. Yeah, he's really
1: he's really good, and kind of like in also in early '90s. If you if I have to compare him to, let's say, a white director, it'll be Oliver Stone in the early '90s. Yeah, and in that similar, very political and very stylistic in his movies yeah. as well. Um, I mean I don't want to say that his Oliver Stone is not fun but at least Spike Lee does have this kind of way of shooting it kind of like a hang, like I said before kind of a hangout, like a
2: hangout movie yeah you're yeah, hanging it's out very, with this yeah. block and it yeah it is very yeah. you get to know these characters you understand their qualities you understand why and yeah you get to like these characters like the you know following the story of Demare going to try to woo mother sister you know, mm-hmm. Which I liked.
1: Uh, there's a lot uh, of good moments, like I said. Yeah, there. there's yeah. little things like
2: that. You know, like you know when 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 Bugging Out is trying to start the start the boycott, and everyone's just like, "Shut up!" And they're basically yeah. saying exactly what
0: <laughs> they're like. I'm gonna go get a slice right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm gonna get a
2: slice <laughs> right now. I <laughs> grew up. they all. They're what's oh, funny oh, is they're God. saying exactly what Sal says, telling so his son. Funny. That like I grew up eating that pizza. I'm gonna get a slice now. Black Panther eats pizza. I'm gonna get pizza. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He shows, right. comic. <laughs> yeah, he shows the he has the time. comic in the back. Right, everything <laughs> like it's just it's 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 such just a yeah, Like you said, it is a fun movie, and then it also just makes you ask questions and have to do it. It's it is it is definitely one an american classic i think that what like makes like a uh, a good filmmaker you yeah. know it gives you, it lit the movie literally gives you everything
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. and
1: even though the ending could be i guess a turn off to some like this is what i guess to me and which is why i picked it you know a movie that's stylistic maybe a little controversial but these are the movies that i think to me
0: resonate with, resonate
1: with me sticks with me and yeah. i can't help but you know what i need i I can't help but recommend it to people oh yeah like and yeah and sometimes it fails like but i'm like you know what in time it it's going to resonate with you yeah exactly it's one of those things
0: fun element that he had throughout the whole movie it definitely made the ending more impactful exactly
1: because
2: you care the way the way
0: he laid down the whole story was was very good
2: Absolutely. Exactly and again It's 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 one of those movies where it's just like I think it does exist in the same Template of Godfather Of you know if you want to Become a filmmaker if you want to know film history This is one of the movies you watch This is one of the classic mm-hmm. without a doubt American movies and it It will stand the test of time I think um, And yeah no uh, Definitely a great a great pick uh, Edwin is there any other Things we want to add to this discussion
1: oh uh i think i read somewhere i don't know is this true? have you seen the movie bye bye birdie
0: no i have not
1: according to spike lee he took the beginning of rosa the idea of just a dancing sequence mm. i
2: think he from got bye from, bye birdie from bye bye birdie
1: there's but that famous it's, that.
2: it's Anne margaret on like a conveyor Thank belt you. looking just like the most beautiful woman in the world singing the song bye bye birdie and it's her walking and then moving away because she's on a conveyor belt and then she like runs up it's 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 mad men did a whole episode about it because <laughs> wow. they were yeah. trying to do they were trying to uh film a commercial aping the style of bye-bye birdie and they were just like why isn't this working why isn't this commercial working and you know john am goes she's not ann margaret that's why <laughs> like you can't duplicate that that's why it's not working and it's like oh yeah mm-hmm. uh definitely uh, uh you know what? I think we'll <laughs> we'll start off with Bye Bye Birdie, and then we'll end, of course, with Fight the Power. I think, because you have to. But um, also, another little tidbit: uh, this was Barack and Michelle Obama's first date movie. <laughs> it was either that or what? What was the other movie they were going to watch? I forget. It doesn't say, but it's uh, that's the one Daisy. <laughs> Something like that. They had to pick. It was one of those. It was. It, it was, was also one of those movies where I remember hearing that story when he was running for president and going, "Man, he's really young." <laughs> He was in college when that came out. Yeah. He's a really young president. I'm really old too, where I'm thinking. (laughs) Because you grow up with like, you know, these presidents that were just like, well, in World War II, when I was, you know, 24.
0: (laughs) Spike Lee looks so young. I mean, I know he was young, which also makes that more impressive.
2: Yeah. He was
0: like, he was so young to make this, darn it.
1: Again, his vision is just so. So make, uh, he would go on and to
2: make, he would go on to make, you know, yeah. those so ninety commercials and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, oh, he did like music. I mean, yeah, he, he, did he videos, he's commercials, done all that. He's done. He, he is definitely a prolific, um, filmmaker with that. Uh, and it was, I think he went to, there's something where he, I forget. What school he like,
1: uh, uh, while you're looking, um, another thing that I think I read somewhere is during the 1990 Academy Awards, um, Kim Basinger, I think was talking about, you know, all the movies that are nominated for best picture, um, talk about truth. But the one movie that's not nominated is Do the Right Thing. Like she kind of went off script and kind of gave Do the Right Thing. It's, you know, it's props, you know, and I agree. And I find it fascinating that that was not nominated.
2: Yeah, it was nominated for uh, the Academy Awards. It was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, Danny Aiello, and Best Original Screenplay, Spike Lee, and that was mm-hmm. all it was nominated for. Did he win the Writing? Nope. He, he okay. He, the only t- he won for Black Klansman a few years ago.
0: Oh. He, he won yeah, the, yeah, finally for writing. He Finally w- like, wrote like, that for was, writing.
2: Yeah. Yep, that was the only that was the one that made him the award presented by Samuel L. Jackson. Who was his who was his friend? He was since great. back in the the, the
1: radio DJ of him i'm I think I'm a sucker for um I think a lot of seventies movies have that radio DJ
2: um like the narrator they're the they're, they're the great narrator throughout I love pushing it. Um, I love that idea it is such because especially in, it's gonna be lost because of the year the, the you know the age of streaming with Spotify and Pandora and all that stuff Apple iTunes music um the radio is such kind of a perfect through line Especially if you're doing a city movie And stuff because that's all everybody listened to was the radio You recently saw That with uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood mm-hmm. And stuff like that where it's just like little things and stuff So yeah the Greek chorus the other one the most famous One I remember is uh, the Warriors You know which I love Yeah um, Vanishing
1: Point is a good one
2: As mm-hmm. well yeah Oh pump up
1: the Volume which was um, going to be the other move I was going to take if it wasn't for this one. I, I told you I,
0: I would watch both, I, I, and now I'm down with it. Sweet. Now that you're talking about radio DJs, I'm down. <laughs>
2: but yeah, so another—it's uh, a good choice. I agree with it. American classic, definitely watching it. And you're probably wondering to yourself, "Hey, what's next? What is up on the next docket?" And that is Daniel's choice, who is not here due to work obligations um his choice is did we find did he did he find? okay it's it's saving private ryan see steven spielberg's 1999 classic saving private ryan um i'm actually surprised he didn't choose uh uh, shakespeare in love that was another one of his favorites uh but yeah saving private ryan (laughs) really (laughs) famously Shakespeare in Love beat Saving Private Ryan at the Academy. Uh, That's right. I was about to say. what? (laughs) Um, But I do remember (laughs) I do remember one year that we were being watched or something by our uncle or our uncle was at the house or something he was staying with us and he was like, do you guys want to go to the movies? And we're like, yeah, let's go to the movies. And uh, he took us to go see Shakespeare in Love. And Dale could not be more annoyed. Uh, <laughs> man yeah um, anyway yeah so next time see Steven Spielberg saving private Ryan check it out the classic with Tom Hanks and everyone you love he's starting out one of those movies that I Tom think Sizemore. Also, I was gonna say one of those movies that like <laughs> it had Hollywood's who who Vin Diesel Matt Damon and uh, Giovanni Ribisi like a bunch of Ed Burns Edward Burns you know there's a ton of like up and coming Hollywood it guys in that movie and stuff that you forget, it's like, like oh, Brian shit. Pepper, something Pepper Barry Pepper. Thank you. Barry Pepper's in that. Brian Cranston, a lot of people you forget. And that was another one of these movies, too. This movie, especially, like I said, you know, G, you know, Giancarlo Esposito is in the movie uh, for Do the Right Thing and stuff. There's a lot of actors in that movie. You're like, oh, yeah, that guy, that guy, that guy. Uh, yeah, Radio Rahim, you know, Bill Nunn, he was the pop typical times and like the spider-man movies and such um everything but anyway next time saving private run, watch it follow along with us uh i don't know where that's streaming i don't think that is streaming anywhere but uh definitely worth a watch also with this too, do the right thing it's definitely worth the rental or just buy the criterion collection edition i hear that's a really gorgeous transfer it was a beautiful say. beautiful transfer yeah that's great because a movie like that definitely needs that transfer um but yeah other than that follow us on instagram even though i said at the beginning of the show i forget to post on there still follow us uh (laughs) be sure to subscribe so you can hear every new episode when it drops uh you know rate review tell your friends all that stuff uh you're listening to now uh fight the power of course from uh public enemy and everything uh, anything else before we leave, Edwin? Ava, any other final thoughts on anything that you must get out into the world? It's just, I'm actually really hard right now. Okay, shit. Okay, well we oh better go God. then. Uh Get some ice cubes. All right, we're out. <laughs> just mean, remember, so that? be <laughs> be bad and watch shit.